so let's move seamlessly now. Sorry to interrupt your ceremony. It's nothing personal. I just want to devour your god. This is like some gravity's rebel. M-O-L-M-M. What? Feels apocryphal, but I'll take it. No, that's true. Don't look it up. Don't look it up. I mean, that is made for undiscerning days. I'll just auto-tune that, put a little guitar solo at the end. Perfect. Please. All right. <laughs> Six hours later. Y'all done got diggly pain. You done got diggly pain. Nope. No. No. Welcome to Men of Low Moral Fiber, the show that always plays every single game all the way through from the beginning to the end and definitely never get so frustrated that they rage quit and almost throw their controller through the living room window, but then realize that they're playing with their five-year-old daughter and they just have to hold it in, just bury it deep, wait while it festers and grows and grows into some evil part of their body and then one day explodes into like, I don't know, like an ulcer or like a pimple or something that's like deep and dark and evil and frustrating. I'm your host, Ben Helms, and with me today is a lovely lady that's here every single episode, never misses a show. Not a one. The one that picked this episode, Cork and Vaughn, how's it going? Surely you're not talking about the gardens between in that what frustration. What do you, I would... <laughs> in the opening, are you? I would just say we would never do that. As a, no, no one here would act <laughs> no that way. We would never. Would ever do that. We'll get into it. We'll, not. we'll get into it. <laughs> All right. It's like, were we playing a different game or... And with me, as always, oh, that's going to get interesting, uh, is the, the big brother who can't control time, like me, but uh, can control those little floating totem cube thingies, which isn't nearly as cool a power, but without whom I'd be completely powerless. Jason Helms, how's it going, man? I can't really control them. I can just hit a wind chime. That's really all I can do. Let's be honest. (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. That's what boys are useful for. I don't control the flowers. I control whether or not I hit a wind chime. And even that, only most of the time. Sometimes I just hit it. I don't know. That's what boys are useful for, Corgan Vaughn. <laughs> no one's hit my wind chime in a while. Time to get a boyfriend. Wow. <laughs> well, you right. can hit okay. my wind chime. Hit my wind Flick chime. Flick the chime. Hit All right. So here we are. The Gardens Between. Okay. You guys. Yes. Again, it's one of those games that came out in the last 20 years. So the research isn't exact. There's not like documentary about the making of this game yet. Uh, but we'll get into <laughs> the kind of how it came to be. But it's a very new game. Then we will talk about our gameplay, of course. We'll play a little game of uh, what's the drink, what's the song. Then we'll talk about what else we're playing, what we're playing next month, other segments that'll come up when I start editing it and realize I forgot to drop the bumps for because we got this episode and we got holiday episode all coming. It might not be before January 1st, but <gasps> we don't have a January game anyway. And there's holidays in January. Wow. Right? Okay. That's very half-assed of you, Mark. Uh, yeah. Mark? Ben, I'll take it. Whoever take you are. It. Mark, take that, take Mark. That, Mark. <laughs> yeah, Mark sucks. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Whoever you are. Yeah, fair. Whichever bearded, bald man I'm podcasting with today. I know. Oh, man, you do have a type. Jeez. I do. What are you going to do? I, a podcasting I get, partner type. I did get that over the break. I, I walked in somewhere and they were like, do I know you from somewhere? I was like, no, we're just... <laughs> White, bald, bearded guys all look the same. I get it. He's like, yeah, no, that's <laughs> We're fair. a type. Like, yep. We're, yeah. There's yep. a swarm of us. Yep. This person was was not a white, bearded, uh, bald man. And so they were like, yeah, yeah, fair. I do think of you as all the same. I was like, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Fair. So do I. That's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's get into it. Uh, why'd you pick this game, Cor? That's a good question. Uh, at this point, it feels like it was like, I mean, I think it was like four or five months ago that yeah. <laughs> I yeah, yeah. picked this out. And I think it was literally one of those things where like every now and again, you know, PlayStation has a sale and, yeah. you know, you yeah, got to yeah. scroll through it and just see, like, is there anything there that, you know, How many $2 games can I get? Right. Exactly that. Um, and so I always end up getting a couple things and like maybe one actually captures my attention. Uh, so I'm pretty sure that's how I came across. This one was just sort of like. I came across it and I liked, you know, I always watched the little trailers. I liked what the art looked like. Um, I liked the music and the vibe. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give that a whirl. And like three hours later, I had finished it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I think I'm over five hours now and I did not finish what? it. I think I'm over halfway. Okay, this is fascinating. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into it. Any other oh, gameplay God. or, uh, or uh, development stuff? It came out, I think, end of 2022. Uh, okay. No, it came out in 2018. It came out for um, but but a bunch of consoles. It's been released on different consoles the past couple of years. So I think it just came to PlayStation this past year or the year before, which is why it was popping up on sale lists and stuff like that. Oh, right. Yeah, um, that makes sense. But yeah, really good reviews. It got, you know, eights and nines out of tens everywhere. It's it's just like a it's a short puzzle game that's like family friendly. You can kind of 
you can two screen it a lot of it. Um, and I played with my kids, which was great. I feel like I don't play a lot of games. I can do that. So that's great. Right. Yeah. That was like the first thing that I said when I started playing it was like, you know, when I was like an hour into it, I was like, I'm pretty sure like it might. Well, what I think I said was like, it might be frustrating for your kids, but with yeah. your help, exactly. you will be able to, you know, get through this or whatever. And that's really quaint because like basically we've got this game here and this is an Australian game, even though I assumed it was like German or something because yeah. one of the character's name is Front, Front. which is <laughs> not Frank. a name. Right, there's like a D's and F-R- T's all connected to each other. Yeah, yes. F-R-E-N-D-T, friend. Would you like to be a friend to me? <laughs> we are best friends. Right. Um, yeah, so it, it is Australian, though, not German. And it's very simple, no dialogue or anything like that, where you are basically these two kids who live next door to each other, reliving all of their memories as yeah. uh, one of them is getting ready to move away, which is always like... You know, that's a that's a story I resonate yeah, with as a sure. kid who was uprooted as a child. And so totally. it's kind of like, you know, dealing with the saying goodbye to one another through these little puzzles that are, um, you know, uh, deconstructed pieces yeah. of memories that they have with one another, which is, I think, very cool. Oh, my gosh. I was visiting Jason this past week in Texas, hanging out with the, my nieces. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of the evenings we watch Inside Out and like the, there's oh the thing that God, like the, the you, like, movie that's about me. Right. Exactly. Where they <laughs> rip the kid from the cold northeast and send them to San Francisco. San Francisco. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> right. Or he never played hockey again, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> did, but yeah, just not, obviously yeah. that's very much like your life and like this game. And I was just like, and I have three. I think last time I saw it, I don't know. It's been five or six years, I think, if it's even been out that long. But. I don't know. Maybe it, I did have three daughters yeah, it's been at the out time. For like it's, almost a decade, I think. <laughs> okay, I thought so. It's been out yeah. for a while. I definitely saw it when it came out. But for some reason, like being away from my daughters, visiting mm. Jason's daughters, and like just all the sadness of like me facing my kids once or twice a day and like missing them and like and Riley like having to like being uprooted. It was just like bawling in the first like thirty minutes, like three different times. Just like <laughs> okay, Bing Bong, save me. Well- <laughs> When I went and saw that in the theater, oh my gosh. I was I went with I think all boys. Maybe there was like one other gal with me, but I was sat between my friend Wes and my friend Mac. Mm-hmm. And Mac it was very young at the time. He worked at the comic book store and I sort of adopted him as my buddy. Um and so he was like 21 I think at this point uh the beginning of the movie knowing it was a Pixar flick I put a thing of tissues on my knee and it's like if you need them they're right here uh and you know partway through the movie I feel Wes reach over and grab a tissue and we're all we're all bawling and sniffling and all that kind of stuff Mac never never reaches out but we leave afterwards and his eyes in the like lobby are just bright red and it's just Everywhere, and I was like, "Why didn't you grab a tissue?" And he just goes, "I was too proud." (laughs) (laughs) Think of that every time I watch that movie. (laughs) I uh, I did that same thing during a walk to remember. Um, (laughs) I I went with a friend. It was like a it was like a friend date, and I was like making fun of the movie before, like oh sappy chick like da da da. Mm. Oh, I'm gonna cry. I'm sitting there watching it, and like. Ben knows there's a moment in the movie that just like connects very well with our lives and mm. I don't remember no, no it's the, the the thing where he goes back to the dad who has like fucked off and oh, like confronts okay. him I don't remember the movie very well sorry don't worry about it anyway <laughs> I think that was like 20 years ago so it's, it's I know so so it hits me and I'm like starting to sniffle <laughs> oh no and like oh, it's no. genuinely happening and my friend thinks I'm joking and she hits me <laughs> she just smacks me in the arm she's like quit it it's a serious movie she looks over and she can see the, the movie reflecting off of the tears rolling down my cheek, like like bright neon lights, and she's like, oh, "I'm so sorry." I, oh, oh no! I had a very oh, similar amazing. experience. I don't know why we've, we've never shared this. Um, mm. In college, it was like an RA buddy of mine was who I had a huge crush on. Mm. Like, oh, we're gonna watch the Notebook, and I was like, I watched the, a chick flick, <laughs> the Notebook, but the Notebook isn't sure. just like. It's not a Julia Roberts rom-com. No. It's like, it's probably similar to Walk Remember where it's like very heavy and there's like very intense moments and sadness and joy and whatever. And so, I don't know, three quarters through, I don't know what was happening. It wasn't leukemia, (laughs) but it was sad. And (laughs) I was just like, I I don't think, I was definitely tearing up and I was just going like, 
<clears throat> like and sitting in their apartment, like a little bit of like trying to hold it. Like I was very proud, right? Trying to hold it back. And then she like turns around at me, the girl I have a crush on. She goes, stop. Come on. Like we're trying to watch the movie. Come on, get it together. <laughs> stop make, please stop making fun of it. Don't it was that. so hard to be a, a boy in like until like recently. Uh, until I, recently. <laughs> I, yeah. literally, I so uh, yesterday I went out to lunch uh with my husband and gotten sandwiches and there is that so really I live good, by right way. by this huh? It looked really good by the way. It was super yeah, good. Thank you for sharing that um, picture. <laughs> I just uh, my I always say my sandwich posts are didactic for my British friends because they don't understand what a real sandwich is. They don't know. <laughs> they need to they be taught about sandwiches. No. <laughs> but um the the sandwich shop is in Glen Ridge, which is just around the corner from my house. There is, fun fact, only one restaurant in the whole town of Glen Ridge, and then there is this deli, and there's like a coffee shop on the other side of town. What else do you need? That's all you need, right? But as such, the high school is right around the corner, the restaurant is closed during lunch, and all the high schoolers come like running down to the deli to come eat. So I was sitting by this table of boys, and they're like just sharing their feelings and talking about like how beautiful they find a girl that they like, and like how they wish they had a brother to talk about things with. And all this stuff. And like the day before that, I'd been on the train to New York and there were all these college age guys and they were just talking, like shooting the shit about various things. Then one of them like casually is like, oh, yeah, my therapist says that I should probably get screened for ADHD. And I'm like, he's just dropping. He has a therapist in like in the midst of all these guys. No one bats an eye at any of this. Like. Can you imagine, like, immediately someone would have called you an F-bomb in <laughs> in 2004 yeah. if you said something about your therapist? <laughs> like, yeah. It's, yeah, it was just heartening to listen to kids, like, young boys able to, like, just express a feeling and nobody be like, ew, stop. <laughs> like, are you joking? Yeah, that's really encouraging. <laughs> boys don't cry. Stop pretending. That's like, awesome. Yeah. So anyways. Glad we all shared all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. The Gardens Between. Gardens Between. Gardens Between. I played just the, the frame in which I played and my frustration probably stemmed from this was I was like, I played the first level. I was like, this, or maybe Corey, you said like you could play it with your, your kids. So I sat down with Talia, uh, our eight year old, and I was like, we, let's sit down and play it. And basically, it's a one player game with two characters, and you control basically both players at the same time. Um, right. It's a really very, like, it's a very unique gameplay in that sense, uh, where there's yeah. like one button and then left and right. So you could play this on like an original Nintendo. Uh, and we start going through. After a level or two, it starts getting... I'm just letting Talia play, and I'm just, like, coaching her through it. And then it gets frustrating after a couple levels. And then we get to the point where, like, I'll do the puzzle parts, but then mm. let her do just, like, walking to the end or whatever. Like, walking to the puzzle, right. I'll do puzzle for a couple minutes, and then she'll do the end. And that worked for another, like, five or six puzzles, probably. And then we got to the painting one with the little cubes jumping around, and, like, as they jump into different paint buckets, their colors change. Oh, yeah, and the, the buckets, and you have to figure out which one... Yeah, and there's five at the end, and you have to pick the right one. Yeah, that one took a half mm-hmm. hour. Oh, boy. <laughs> it was we had to come back to it like two weeks later and I was playing with Nora and it wasn't any. And by that time, I forgot what like we had to start over, basically, because all the memory was gone. Right. And it was just like it got to a point. Where I was like, I can't I can't play this game. It's too <laughs> frustrating. I like was <laughs> it wasn't throw controller through the window, but it was like my brain isn't working on the level to which is necessary to solve these puzzles. I was like in Tetris mode where I was like I can solve the puzzle directly in front of me I for right. some reason could not I would like there's a one right after that where there's like the pulley with the bike right we have to like put the pulley all the way up and all the way down that took at least a half hour and I was doing that by myself which is my girls watching right and I was like I kept having to be like stop 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 shh, shh, shh. stop 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 shh, shh. be quiet and I'm like playing like please stop I was like getting angry at them for being right. like cute little kids like talking to each other while I'm trying to play this stupid game that's beautiful and I actually really enjoyed it, but I was just like, <laughs> could not get into the right headspace to play this game and I was like constantly frustrated. Even though I was enjoying as soon as I'd figured out, I'd be like, oh, that was really neat and I appreciate the like, right. what is that? Like the abstract thinking around getting the, you know, very like non-linear, right? You're going back in time and forward in time constantly and like changing it. I thought it was really unique, but it was, I did not give this game the, the correct attention, I guess, the right mm-hmm. headspace type of attention that it probably deserved. 
Um, but it took me a lot more than the the hour long playthrough videos that when I did start to cheat, <laughs> right. I was like, this is an hour long game. It's <laughs> insane. Yeah, it's like if you were to like not have to think if you already knew how to solve the yeah. puzzles, it would take you no time I at all to get so, through that yeah. game. And that's how like I so, you know, because it'd been so long since I played it and I kind of forgot what yeah like you know how it went and i was like oh if we're gonna talk about it i need to revisit it i was like hey kia will you play this nice. um and i'll just watch you to yeah. see you do it oh and that nice. motherfucker was just zooming Son through every single one of them like even the ones that were like the hardest for me like the one that has like kind of like the fax machine thing and the code and oh, all of this kind of stuff in it yes it was like he just bam straight through or the one where it had like the yeah, like the duck hunt kind of thing on it, and you had to figure out how to get through the the game. And he just like it took him like you know he sat and he looked at it for like three minutes, and he was like, ah. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> I was like was, that took me so long. Was he having fun? Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it was like like okay. I don't know if like it's like chill. Like he was like very like I think he felt very like in the zone. You know, just kind of like yeah, this is relaxing to sit here. And play these puzzles. <laughs> well, I, I ask because I think puzzle games are all about meeting that that sweet spot, right? Right. And it's yeah. if it's too tough, it's not fun anymore. And mm-hmm. if it's too easy, it's not fun anymore. Right. And so it's it's all about, and that's yeah, completely personal. That's not like a ah, oh, this yeah. game is perfect. Like for me, Day of the Tentacle, perfect. Right. Mm-hmm. It is annoying. It is this, and then you overcome it, and it feels so good. Right. And right. you can think it through and like barely any misses versus uh, Indiana Jones, the last crusade, which we played recently. And it's like way too complex. I'm so glad I just, <laughs> I just read how to do it and I just yes. did it and that's fine. You know, skip to it. The, one of those games that even with the walkthrough seems difficult. Yes. hundred yeah. percent. It's like, take off. Yeah. All right. Change out of the Nazi uniform. Okay. Now turn this 90 degrees. Now put back on the Nazi uniform. Now turn it 180 degrees. Now take off the Nazi. Oh my gosh. Like surely no one figures this out on their own. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Uh, yeah. It was the 80s. We had nothing better to do. The guards between for me was like it, just not quite enough friction. Mm. And I didn't I didn't get as far. I only played for like half hour, 45 minutes. But it, it just um, maybe it was those early puzzles and I, I would have enjoyed it later. I felt like the walking around to puzzle solving ratio was incorrect if that makes sense mm. i'm spending mm-hmm. most of my time trying to walk to the end not trying to solve the puzzle yeah yeah, yeah. gotcha mm-hmm. jason's playing the role of grinch on today's episode <laughs> um which i realized in editing our, our jedi or star Wars. what is it called jedi survivor colon star wars colon a saga game i don't know what it's called constantly Tyler's like, hey, guys, the game wasn't that bad. And we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the lightsaber looked stupid or whatever. <laughs> stupid. Stupid. Like, stupid. Okay. Okay. And then like about two thirds of the way through, I was like, you're right. We should like, we're just like shit on this game. Like it was really cool when the lights, it didn't look that stupid or whatever. And Jason's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. One more gripe, though. The lightsaber looks stupid. <laughs> stupid. And it's like, cool, cool. Jason, come back, though. Come back. We get it. We we picked this game together. You enjoyed this game. <laughs> I did. It's like, yeah, my song is poop because this game was poop. Yeah. Or, yeah. You get it. It was great. I haven't listened to it yet. Did you guys like it or did it? No, we really it. liked it. Okay. We really yeah. enjoyed it. My basic take yeah. on it was four out of five to five out of five on uh, mechanics and story. Okay. Zero out of five <laughs> on the relationship between the two. Okay. <laughs> he somehow brought it into this episode and that's my fault. My bad. No, no. It, uh, Corey, there was just like constantly it would be like you'd have this really cool fight with like a big bad boss and as soon as you get their health bar down it'll go to a cutscene where you didn't win yeah, yeah. and I'm like what? <laughs> why then and so that was like the thing that irked uh, me over and over and over but okay, uh, fair oh, enough, beautiful fair. game really fun all right I mean I obviously won't be playing that but uh, I will listen to it later actually no you were invited you I was invited yeah. yes <laughs> I don't think we've done that yet where we had one of us be on the podcast who didn't play the game that month, but that would be fun to just like. I want to say that I think I have done that before, but. <laughs> I guess that's yeah. me right now. Like, Corey, I think you've done it many times. I, th- I think I'm doing it oh, right sure. now. Yeah. Yeah. All right. right. I guess yeah. we have. Never mind. All right. <laughs> I think often one of us is glad to be underprepared. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. That's true. That's fair. <laughs> it's just not an intro. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's true. <laughs> all right. Back to the game. Uh, back um, to gardens between. Jay, you talk about your gameplay at all, right? I think I just did. Um, yeah. it, it was the grinchiness, the, um, you know, Hey, here's what I like here. Okay. I think it's, it's funny because I mean, obviously, you know, when I play a puzzle game, I'm not like 
I will happily just look something up because I'm not great at puzzles. Um, I think for the most part throughout this game, like it did kind of give me a false sense of security in the beginning because the first couple of them, like once I got the hang of it, like because as soon as you're kind of dropped into it, you know, you start like hitting all the buttons like, what's this do? Yeah. <laughs> does anything do anything? And you're like, nothing does anything. Nothing. OK, <laughs> so start from there. All the buttons do one thing. Yes. Right. <laughs> like, OK, yeah. right. Um, so I'm just going to start moving and see what happens and then sort of messing with that time dynamic and getting like the hang of that, you know, and timing things and everything. It was like, OK, I'm like getting into a rhythm here. This is working and I'm, I'm figuring this stuff out. And I think like a good chunk of the levels are like right where it's like it takes me a minute but like not to the point where i'm like this and yeah, like yeah, yeah. flip the table you know i think the vast majority of them i was like hey look at that i did it uh, and i found it very satisfying um yes. as well like every time i completed it or even just like you know it's i think one of the things i like about it is that within the puzzle that is each level of it you have like multiple things that you're like kind of solving, right? Mm -hmm. Like, and something as simple as being like, oh good, I managed to make it so that flower didn't suck up my light ball. Yep. <laughs> it's like, oh, whew, nailed it. I am crushing the game. I am so yep. good at this game. And it gave me through each level, like multiple moments of going, hey, I'm kind of smart right now, exactly. <laughs> which I enjoy in a puzzle game because puzzle games make me feel stupid. <laughs> I get that. Yeah. This is strictly a puzzle game. It's yeah, it's just a puzzle game. Um, and then there were a few of them that like, you know, really stopped me up. Like, I think when it comes down to it, it's like like what you were saying is like some took you a half hour. It wasn't necessarily the same ones, but it mm. was like, yeah, there were like ones that I got through and it took me like five, ten minutes or whatever to to get through. And then there were one there are like a few of them that it was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I just like when I couldn't get uh, I don't know if you got this far or not. I'm not sure the uh, order of it, but there's one of them that like you're crossing. Over, there's a couple in a row, I think, but you're crossing over water and you kind of have to line up soda cans so that you can oh. cross over these soda cans to get to the other side. And it's like much more complicated than you think it's going to be. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just going to walk forward. And if I time it just right, they'll be like this. But it's like then you step forward and they just go past each other and you're like, ah! <laughs> like, why yep. can't I line up these stupid soda cans so I can walk across it? And there were things like that that, like, occasionally I would then be like, you know what? I like this game. I don't want to hate this game. I'm just going to go on YouTube. <laughs> yes. See how someone else did this. Yes. And, uh, and I'm going to go from there. <laughs> so, you know, that was kind of my experience of playing this whole thing was that, like, at times... Like my I think it's always a thing with puzzle games in general is that I tend to be a very straightforward thinker. Mm -hmm. And so I don't think to try like the off the beaten path thing, you know, <laughs> like yeah. kind of the opposite of how like, you know, how you click everything or you yeah. want to explore your world or things like that. Yeah, like yeah. I tend to sort of have like blinders on and I think everything should be like very straightforward. So I think like with puzzles and stuff like that, that's usually my issue is that like, oh, I need to like break out of that mm -hmm. form of thinking. And I just don't. It just right. doesn't occur to me until I read something. and I'm like, oh, yeah. Yep. No, that totally makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was kind of how you know I went through the game, and and like I said, I I think I finished it three three and a half hours somewhere in that general vicinity. Nice. Um, well done. Yeah, and I had I had fun with it. It was just like I think like Keo, I was like relaxed. Yeah. <laughs> for the most part, you know, just like this is a very chill game to sit with, and because it didn't frustrate me like it did yeah. with you, I think I think if you get too like frustrated about it, that's gonna yeah undo all of that. But right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. No, it definitely made me feel very smart that when I would figure, even like the first level, right? When you figure it out, it's like, oh, this is yeah. cool. Like, it's very like basic, like puzzling. And then when it gets complicated, it was like, my brain's not on that level right now. So <laughs> I need to come back with more caffeine next time. And I just didn't have time to right. do that. But yeah, I really like the the kind of balance of the difficulty of the puzzles for the most part. Yeah. And then like, you know, it's a very controlled environment and it's, everything's on rails. Right. So even with the frustration, I was like, if I just keep going forward and backwards, most of these I will figure out eventually. 
which is nice. And you got really good music, really beautiful art. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think the fact that there's like kind of a limited amount of options yeah. you have here, like it's, it's never going to be like, oh, you need to go collect this thing or like yeah. anything like that. It's like you can move backwards and forwards. It is going to be within these constraints, whatever it is that you're trying to do. It's going to be timing or, you know, following where something is happening, making a guess. There's one of them that has like, you know, it took me a while to figure out that like a light that I needed was under a carpet that had fallen over. So it was yeah, like, oh, yeah, I just yeah, have yeah. to stop like that was halfway a cool one to across out. this. Yeah. yeah. Right. And then I felt like very accomplished when I was like, oh, I bet it's in there yeah. <laughs> and went and, and got that um, guess. It's like, yeah, you have such limited options. It's like you can really only be so confused by it. Although I did make the mistake of my first walkthrough looking at a text walkthrough. <laughs> that made me very frustrated because it was like, go by this yeah. box, but make sure you don't light up this flower and go by this flower and then drop the thing to go over here and make sure you did this at step three because step seven is not going to work. I was like, yeah, if that was like adding a puzzle to the puzzle I was doing. <laughs> I did that with um with that one that had like the fax machine or whatever yeah. in it and stuff like that. I first looked that up as a print one because I always prefer print to a YouTube video. I hate watching videos. Hundred percent that about me. <laughs> Oh, I'm Nothing's a hundred percent. There should be more efficient ways to do both of them. Like either one, it's <laughs> not one that's always better. Anyway, yeah, I ninety nine percent of the time would rather have a text thing than look mm -hmm. at somebody's YouTube video. But yeah, I was like when it started trying to explain the various like steps of things, I was like, I cannot follow this. <laughs> there is simply no way, especially because it's like there's no since there's no dialogue or anything yeah, like that it's like yes. what they decide to call something in it yep. is like completely up to them and you're like halfway through the level before you get frustrated so you're like okay right. there's 13 where steps in this level <laughs> what where am i did they do the same thing to get to level to step seven that right. i did yeah that was tough i had to go straight to the youtube video yeah did i step on a couple numbers and now it's in I a know. completely wrong place and yeah yeah <laughs> exactly drinking song this game's pretty fun with frustration When I was all done I just had to question What's the beer? What's the song? I can't always tell I just want to know What game is West E12? So my drink, uh, Grinch Tom. So I, I got diagnosed with ADHD. <laughs> yeah, I got diagnosed with ADHD this year and uh, I've been learning a lot about myself. And one of the things I read was that people with ADHD sometimes don't drink enough water because they think of water as boring. <laughs> and I, I mentioned to my wife, I was like, do you think that water, and the, the phrase was, tastes boring? And she was like, no, what does that even mean? And I was like, okay, so it is a thing. All right. Well, yeah, I didn't know that people didn't think that. I mean, water I drink a ton boring. of water just because I'm always thirsty, but yeah, water tastes boring. Water tastes boring. Um... <laughs> It's a taste. It, the, the taste is boring. Do you think that, Ben? Has that ever occurred to you? I think so. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I every, like once a month I go to uh, to Walmart, and it's the only thing I buy at Walmart, and I get these little bottles called drink enhancers. Yeah. And I go like squirt, squirt, and then my giant mason jar of water because I try to get like ninety to one hundred ounces of water a day. But water, I guess, yeah, water is boring. It's, I've never thought about it like that. <laughs> so so i think that's the difference of like ben maybe like on the verge of, of yeah i've never thought of it like that yeah. versus me like that's all i think of as water water is boring <laughs> right. water sucks like <laughs> i have to get real thirsty to want water and then it's begrudging yeah this is why i always find it wild when like kids want to drink water i was like i had to learn that as a skill as an yeah. adult like Thank you. when it a kid work. is just drinking can i have some water i'm like are you fucking kidding me why there's some chocolate milk kid yeah my drink is water <laughs> wow but under the phrase of water is boring this is just a game that just didn't give me enough friction now maybe if i'd kept with it it would have yeah um, but i needed a flavor enhancer fair enough i went with i did the jason which is just what's the thing i drank last and i went with <laughs> uh and i can make it apply uh, Jason's fridge is full of whatever I request, which was Diet Dr. Pepper. I appreciate that. Uh, Diet Coke and Fresca, which is caffeine free, sugar free, whatever. I don't know. It's basically like putting drink enhancers in bubble water, right? That's great. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I drank a bunch of Frescas last, last week at his house. It's fun, guiltless, a little frustrating because I'm like, maybe I do need a little bit of sugar or I do need a little bit of caffeine. And this is just bubbly nothing. 
but <laughs> sometimes it's not enough. Kind of like this game. I was like, I need just like Jason was saying, I need a little bit more something, whether it's comedy, a little bit more story, open worldness. I don't know what it was, but there was something missing. But overall, very enjoyable. Yes. Core, what do you got? I just want to like Fresca is such a weird drink. I remember like yeah. I, my stepdad at his work they would have it in the refrigerator and like so every time i went to his work i was like yeah i'm gonna get some fresca and like you you know in my house it was like i never saw a soda in my yeah. life so it was like yeah bro i'm gonna have yeah. a fresca soda a soda i tried one like a year or two ago and i was like this is like so chemical tasting like yeah. it is the weirdest flavor and i do not enjoy it at all but like as an 11 year old who is just I like do. this tastes mildly like sugar I was like yeah it is so it's good. almost like the sunny d of sodas right yeah yes right because it's a very yeah. it's not juice and it's not soda it, yeah yeah what is so, it i don't know so it also has flavor so here's the the backstory on this a couple of years ago i was at a friend's house and he had fresca there and i was like those still exist <laughs> right I, next to his tab. That feels like tab. I was about to say, yeah. <laughs> Boom. And he had black cherry fresca. Oh, I love black cherry. Anything. Which still the best flavor. It's really yeah. good. I didn't know yeah. there was such thing as black cherry fresca. I would still try that. Oh, it's great. <laughs> it's worth a try. Um, so this is pre pandemic. I'm, I'm going to put it at like 2019. And then I learned this, that now I started buying fresca, like kind of whenever I go to the store to get some more fresca during the pandemic, there was a fresca shortage. Like multiple really? times. Interesting. And it would be like six months. Huh. People couldn't get their fresca. And there'd be no frescas. And people were like Man. talking about it online. And I was like, there are dozens of us. Dozens <laughs> of us. And I've also had the same interaction over and over and over. Somebody will come over and they'll be like, oh, fresca. They still make those? Yeah. And they, they crack it and they get excited. They're like, whoa, taste of my childhood. And they're like, yep, this is Fresca. Here we are. Uh, but the, the black cherry That's is, the best thing you can say about oh, Fresca. Yeah, yeah. This is Fresca. It tastes like Fresca. It's so good. I love Fresca so much. Uh, yeah. It is so fulfilling and satisfying. Um, <laughs> yeah, listen, I'm not going to dog anybody's weird taste. I'm sitting here drinking my generic diet cola. And sometimes I do generic caffeine-free diet cola. So. Oh, me too. I thought you were on no caffeine or are you just doing less caffeine? Yeah, I usually don't drink okay. caffeine. And <laughs> I got so I got a case of this diet cola. And multiple times over the past week or so, it's gotten to like two o'clock and I've gone, why am I so anxious? My heart mm. is racing. And then oh, no. I look down, I've had like three of these and I'm like, hmm. Yeah. 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 That's oh, it. You'll run out soon. <laughs> I know. Exactly. I only bought two cases of it. So I've got like eight more Sweet. and then, then it's, Christmas. it's back to tea. <laughs> nice. There you go. <laughs> okay. My drink. I know that I have done this as a drink before. However, sometimes something just fits. And so Thus, I'm going to go with my standby, the peppermint tea, because oh, yeah. this is like peppermint tea is a thing that I have like drank my whole life as like sort of a comfort thing. Um, I like to I'm trying not to drink things before bed, which is ruining my life. But, you know, I don't want to pee all night and I have to all the time. We're getting old. But if I, I know exactly. But in my in my younger days, when my bladder was better, um, a nice like mug of peppermint tea before bed is like the perfect thing to just like settle me down and all that. Yeah. And so like this game is just kind of that like chill, like sitting there drinking a cup of tea and mm -hmm. playing through something that reminds me of my life, but in a way that isn't like triggering and traumatic. <laughs> Instead, it's in like a... A nice cathartic way instead. Like yeah. if being uprooting rooted wasn't horrible, but instead was something you worked through. There you go. That's this game. So it's a nice peppermint tea. It's like the last act of Inside Out. Yes, exactly. It's when she learns to talk about her feelings and, you know, her parents start listening to her and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. The scene when they're at the table at the beginning where she's like, they're like, how was your first day at school, Riley? And she's like, it's fine. And like there's all this stuff going on in her brain, right? But just like going from the just the direct scene of the interaction between her and her parents and the dad's like, how was your first day? She's like, I don't want to talk about it. And he's like, young lady, you will tell me about your first day or whatever. And she's like, st like, she says something that snaps back and he goes, go to your room. He starts counting. And I was like, oh, no, I'm just a bad dad. All I relate to is bad dad. 
cool. Like, oh, no. That was rough. That was bad. Yep. That's why those movies, <sighs> yeah, exist. It's yeah. to uh, hold up a mirror to our lives and yep. make us take stock. Yep. Oh, yeah, I looked it up. It came out in 2015. So I had a one and a half year old and like a two month old at the time. So very different than yeah. what are they going to be in a month? Uh, 10, 8 and 6. <laughs> older than that. A lot yeah. older than that. All right. <clears throat> Towards the age where it starts to be actually relatable. To yeah. Them. Yeah. Seriously. All right. My song. I went with one of the same reasons, right? Fun, guiltless pleasure, but like can get a little frustrating, a little old. And perfect for the season, All I Want for Christmas by Mariah Carey. Just like, I love it, but it's, but it's not necessarily, it doesn't fit every moment. And sure. it, after a while, I get a little done with it. So <laughs> by January 1st, that's the only time that I'm like, okay, put this away for a little bit. <laughs> some TikTok and now and again, right? You, you watch a TikTok? No. No, you won't watch a TikTok. I deeply do not. <laughs> ben won't either. I, I, um, I got into TikTok recently. Oh, boy. Big fan. Uh, but there's one that's been going around it. It's just, just for um, political reasons. Big fan of the for company. For political reasons. Absolutely. <laughs> Very pro-China. I just love what they're doing. China. <laughs> and <laughs> it's got... <laughs> there's this one um, where it's just people talking about the, the yearly tradition of leaving turkey bones out for Mariah Carey the day after Thanksgiving. <laughs> and they just keep talking about it more and more emphatically. And as, as it goes on, like it starts kind of subtle, but by about halfway through, it's people looking intensely at the camera saying, we all do this. Everyone does this. Everyone it's does. a tradition. <laughs> we all do it. Uh, <laughs> yes. Of being gaslit by a TikTok. It's, yeah. it's really funny. It's really good. <laughs> I wish I had dumb tra- I think my holiday question, last year's holiday episode was like, what's a fun tradition that your family does? And all hmm. of us from our broken homes were like, uh, we opened presents. I'm sure we, maybe we had answers. I don't know. I think that was about uh, it. Yeah. Having an awkward interaction with your dad's new girlfriend. I don't know. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I would love to have like a cool tradition that like just our family does. We haven't right. done that yet. And I think part of it is because we always go to Hannah's family still and all sure, the cousins yeah. come there. They have four kids. And so it's like. We, we still do the Reed family Christmas every year and we probably will yeah. for a long time, but I don't know. And part of me, I think as the kids are getting older, watching inside out was like, Oh man, the kids are growing up fast. It'd be cool to do like not elf on the shelf, but like something that we genuinely make up ourselves, I think would be a, a cool thing to do, but I'm actively searching for that thing. Maybe it's leaving, was it leaving <laughs> Turkey bones out for Mariah Carey. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there you go. There's it. Put that one on the table. That's the front runner right now. Absolutely. I like it. They knew who uh, Mariah Carey is. Uh, <laughs> are you saying that a middle-aged woman saying, don't call me mom, call me Lisa, is not a tradition? <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Jay, totally. What's... It happened in all of our households. Yes. So... Yeah. It's normal. Gonna yeah. call you uh, you ev- every kid should have that thing that like is like a weird tradition or a saying or phrase or something at home that they then bring up to their friends later exactly. on and, they're, and yes. they're like, you remember when you used to do this? And they're like, what? Oh, we're doing That's... the turkey bones for Mariah Carey then. It's happening. Yeah, you remember yeah. like how everybody used to put out the turkey bones for Mariah Carey and your friends go like, sorry? We all do this. <laughs> I guess ours was we would go to um, out to the Chinese food on Christmas Day, right? Yes, it's true. That was our, that was kind of our Like thing. a Jew. Like a Jew. Yes. I've been likened to um, a Jew many times in my life. And this is probably the most apt. Well. And also the fact that I'm a little Jewish. But, yeah. Let's yeah. say also mildly Jewish. So. Yes. Jewy. Um, yeah. Jew- Jew-esque. And just like a Jewish family, we put Stars of David ornaments on our Christmas tree. In true oh. Jewish tradition. <laughs> Jay, you, you didn't do your song yet, right? We didn't. So my song is uh, lo-fi hip-hop beats to study to. <laughs> uh, it's not a song. It's a YouTube channel, and it's been going for like eight years, and it's just... I love that channel. It's so good. I love it, yeah. and it feels good. And this is this is a game that I want to have on in the background. I want to play a different right, game yeah. while this game is here. Corey, I want you to come over and play this game. Exactly. And I'll read a book. <laughs> It'll be fun. Like, totally. we'll have a blast. Uh, because this game does that. It is in the background, good vibes, good fun. And it was mm. when I when I run into like, now I'm going to try and solve this puzzle that I would be like, oh, I'm not having a good time anymore because I kind of <laughs> just want to hang out. 
but they just kind of want to hang out. Oh, this game does it perfectly. Amazing. I like that. I think it started. Oh, what's the game that you played with, Ren? Paradise Killer. <laughs> yeah, I think it started with Paradise Killer. And then I went to Elden Ring and then Baldur's Gate, where it's just these like new echelons of Jason's favorite games. And just all other games just look like dog <laughs> compared. And so it's just like, yeah, it's not Elden Ring, though. So it's, it's Ring. a one out of ten. Done. <laughs> it's fucking water. I feel very strongly. I feel very strongly about it. <laughs> all right. As a Corey, fixator, Corey's the I one who that. just looks at it and goes, no, I don't want to play that. <laughs> That's true. And you never have to hear her say this. But like if, That's true. That's if we point. made Corey play That's Jedi true. Survivor, come on. Yeah. The whole time she'd be doing this. Right. Oh. Well, it's Tunic, isn't it? It's like, tunic. Oh yeah, right. you know that occasionally something slips through, and but that one was on you. Yeah, it's completely on me. Um, but yeah, every now and again something slips through, and you have to hear me hate something just as much. But normally, I can I can spot it outright and be like, mm, mm-hmm. not gonna be having a good time here. I think the coolest <laughs> thing about Tunic was the fact that it was so much like Zelda, just in the like all the hidden things, which is so hard to do nowadays, which just with walkthroughs and just it's so easy to find the answers to things. I felt like all of my memories from so many Nintendo games, Zelda specifically, but like Ninja Turtles and even like Mario that you would figure things out and like cheat codes or secret doors or like whole new levels just by playing at friends houses or like friends of friends would come over for cousin Christmas. And you'd be like, wait, how did you beat this level? There's a secret (laughs) sword over there. And that was that right. was very much tunic. Where like I played it for twelve hours, and then and then I watched Jason play it. Or Jason would tell me one thing, and it would open up like a whole new world that I've been walking past the whole time. That game was crazy. Yeah, I feel like this is like one like one of those things that comes from like having grown up in kind of a poorer town or whatever. That like I didn't know anybody with a Nintendo really. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. And my brother eventually got them, but of course he didn't like really want me playing them. So I would again eventually like get to play a little bit but not like a whole lot. So like I've never seen past the first level of so many games. That's a yes. <laughs> like, yes. Anything on Nintendo. I, I played the first level of it over and over again before it was like, it's my turn now, Corey. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I do have those kinds of experiences with like computer games a little more like learning the cheat codes from doom or like, you know, stuff like that from, you know, passing that kind of stuff around. But I feel like that's a lot of what, like when it comes down to my, like not, totally getting games in a lot of ways I'm like right. yeah i just like simply never played more than the first level of a game <laughs> that was as far as i got i said you're literally a hardcore gamer <laughs> oh yeah that was a big part of of i didn't realize how much i enjoyed just watching people play games until i got to college and be like oh you want to play i'm like no they're like no it's your turn we'd be taking turns on like halo campaign i'm like oh, i'll just watch <laughs> you i've literally just as much fun to watch someone yeah. play a game as it is to play a game for me Sometimes more. And now it's a whole industry. And yeah, exactly. That would have sounded weird. I invented Twitch. (laughs) Right. Every little sibling invented Twitch. Yes, exactly. 20 years ago. Unless that person is worse at the game than you are. Oh, yeah. When you get frustrated. Because my kids are now playing Super Mario Galaxy. I guess if they're kid kid level bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not like, oh, I could do slightly better at this level. I'm like, just jump over there. No, you should you press the jump button. It's the, just, just fucking. Yeah. It's always the same button. It's been the same button right. all along. Yeah. Just, okay. You want me to do it? You want me to jump on the thing for you? Okay. No, you Okay. I jumped on it. People You're crying do. now because you wanted to jump on it. You asked me to. I feel like people who watch me play things every time I like stream something must feel that way. Cause like there's like the same, like various people who will like jump on if I get on YouTube and start streaming a game or whatever. And like, They'll be giving me suggestions and stuff like that. And I'm like, this is a thing that probably should have taken me like 30 seconds. huh? And it's like I've died 47 times while people are sitting there like, try this, try this thing. <laughs> like, I can't believe you're still sitting here watching this because Jesus Christ, I'm an app. It's, it's watching a fly try and get out a window. You say that, but then also you beat Hades a bunch of times and you right. beat Death's Door a dozen times and like, you, like I, you're, I mean. here's the thing that like Death's Door is an example of that when I started playing Death's Door I streamed it and so it's like that first little like baddie that you have to beat there were people like giving me suggestions on how to do it and it took yeah. me forever now I can beat that thing like literally in like 45 seconds but it took Jeez. me so long and it's like this is why I've played so many hours of all of the games yeah. that I've played is simply yeah. because it's like it wouldn't have taken someone else that long but I liked I it enough that I was dedicated to trying yeah. to not not lose 
That's all. Got that feeling that first time you get to Meg in Hades. Right? <laughs> Similar thing where it's like, my God. I got to the boss. This is awesome. I've, I've been playing for 45 minutes. I'm so good at this. And she kills you. You're like, I have to do all that again. Yeah. And then by, you know, 12 hours later or whatever, you're, you get to Meg within five minutes and you're like, okay, come on, let's <laughs> yeah, go. Fine. Let's go past this. Let's get to the real boss. <laughs> I've like, oh, I started playing again uh, like a couple months ago. Um, Until I found another game that I've been obsessed with instead. But like restarting the game, it's Mm -hmm. the um, Theseus and the Minotaur like all over again. It's just like how long it takes. And you start to tire out after a while. You know, where you're like, I am sick of fighting them. Because those were more unpredictable than Hades even. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> they, they are absolutely the toughest boss. Yeah, yeah, you're just like, it's just, I've been in this room for so, unless you have something that you can just like really beat the shit out of them quick with, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. like, right. it's just, I've been here a really long time. Right. <laughs> I don't want to be fighting them anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's a kindness to making them the toughest boss. No, right, because yeah. yeah. Rather than Hades being them. the toughest boss. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, there's only a few times that I got all the way to Hades and died, right? I definitely right. beat right. Hades more times than I died to Hades. Mm. But them? Oh. Right. It's testing your loadout to see if you got lucky. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. It's does yeah. your build work? Let's yeah. find right. out. Yeah. Like, Indeed. Nope, not this time. Yeah, nope, not going to do it. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> all right. Okay, my song is, my song is one of those kind of straightforward ones, but in a roundabout way. ADHD spiral here. Uh, I was going to say like a coil or a spiral. Like a, yeah. Um, Straightforward. No, <laughs> every time I could not remember the name of this game. And so I kept trying to be like, yeah, yeah it's, you know, the. the I had to look it up like a dozen the, times. Yeah. It just like for whatever reason, I think it's because here's the thing. It's about <laughs> uh, like gardens in the British slash Australian sense it means your yard. It'd be the yards between. So it has nothing to do with a garden, which throws you completely off of like the intuitive sense of what Got it. <laughs> this yeah. game would be about. Um, it is about the yard between yeah. these two people's houses, which oh they call God. a garden. I, that. <laughs> I thought it was about like the like liminal space between gardens and like this area right. that's like. Yeah, it's certainly meant to evoke both things right uh, yeah but not <laughs> but, specifically a garden i guess yeah not actually and like not a place a where flowers bloom yeah. or things like that like we would think of so i think it was like just my i couldn't wrap my head around it because it wasn't like yeah it wasn't evoking a garden to me but as such <laughs> thus every time i would like try to come up with it the dave matthews song the space between yes the space between would come into my head Um, and thus I was constantly trying to google like the space between or like things like that to try to figure out I'm like gonna find a guide to this uh the space between (laughs) yes one of my one of my favorite bass slides ever Mm. Uh, what other songs are on that ranking everything by primus everything by primus that's fair um, I, just, I just love the dynamics. It's like everything shuts down and then just boom. <laughs> love highlighting the bass. I love like your that. bass imitation. Yeah, so in a, in a rare choice for me, it's gonna be Dave Matthews. Dave Matthews. It's great. <laughs> Who even am I? I'm excited to download that and listen to it, and then get obsessed with Dave Matthews for the next 18 months. <laughs> I'm just glad <sighs> I don't have to be there for it. Yes, me too. My next door neighbor loves Dave Matthews and he has he like subscribes to Sirius uh, in his car so that he can listen to the Dave Matthews channel, which to me is I, you know, I'm like, you know, Spotify exists. You could just make a big Dave Matthews playlist instead of paying twenty dollars a month for Sirius. But he, he likes the randomness of it, I guess. Amazing. Um, <laughs> recommendation station. Recommendation station. Good ideas on what to watch or listen to.
I'm going to recommend Dropout TV. It was a college oh, humor company. They mm-hmm. either split off or they killed college humor or something. <laughs> I think it was like one of those things like where it was like they fired everybody and like wouldn't let them unionize and like just like really shitty stuff yeah. that <laughs> fell apart. Yeah. And so they like at, very, at the very least like separated. Right. And so the yeah. Dropout TV is it's only it might just be Dropout now. But I have been subscribing to them for over a year now. And they do this really cool thing where they had like record subscriptions because they're still growing and they did like a um, profit sharing with anyone who'd ever worked on any of their shows so crew writers yes. actors everybody like they were, I, was, I follow a bunch of them and they were just like tweeting or instagramming out like i wrote on three episodes i didn't realize that i was a part of profit sharing i'm not like nice. in a union with them but i got an extra couple hundred bucks for christmas this year so thank you dropout tv and so hell yeah it seems like a really cool company that's doing hilarious things if you like Random, like, nutty game shows, um, silly, nerdy trivia games, improv, uh, or any sort of D&D-related gaming. They have a lot of content mm-hmm. for all that kind of stuff. Uh, but it's like a, a, to become like a nightly ritual for Hannah and I. It's like our go-to. Even just, they have like five-minute shows. They have three-hour-long shows, like, and everything in between. And it's, we love it. It's fully half my TikTok algorithm. And so, like, <laughs> at some point, I just need to pull up the app and, oh, like, yeah. put it on Shield so that we can just watch Dude. it there. Uh, I've got it on yeah. my phone, yeah. and so I, I, I Chromecast it. But, you know, when you're just sitting there at the end of the night, you just kind of want to use the remote. And so. Someone yesterday, like I was saying, I have my sister's dropout login, but I just have not actually used it yet. And someone was like, well, there's there's lots of dropout content on TikTok, if, yeah. <laughs> if you like, to which I responded, how dare you say that to me? <laughs> Do not open that devil app. And I slapped them in the face. <laughs> I want you each to get on TikTok just because the one thing I really love about it is the way it programs for you. And the way you like slowly find out your taste. Uh, yeah, I where, don't. So like, I don't like it. <laughs> Instagram and YouTube do that. Yeah, right. I really think that there's something special about TikTok's algorithm. Like, and, and we could talk further about it sometime. But yeah. I have a TikTok for Jack of All Graves, which I rarely use. I attempted to post things on for a while, uh, and then I was like, I just hate this. Um, <laughs> I ran. I got like. 80,000 views on a video (laughs) shot of Patrick Wilson one day, Um, things like that. But the algorithm does not understand me at all. And so it, for some reason, I have no idea why from the few TikToks that I've watched and what I post on there, it's decided that I like naked girls doing contortion, which is like, I cannot think of anything I hate more. I hate contortion to the core have, of my soul. And have you and, told the algorithm that you dislike it? Please don't show me any more like this. Please don't Dear do this algorithm. to me. Usually I just immediately shut the app. There's, uh, a, there's yeah. a button for that. I don't, I yeah. don't want anything to do with it. But I, like, I also okay. just don't like... I don't watch videos, and the last thing I want is just yeah. constant videos coming at me. Oh, I'm right, like, right. that is my hell. But like, I can't understand it. Every time I open it up, it's just like... A woman with like barely a string covering her nipples and her leg behind her head and like, you know, and I'm like, why is this happening to me? I don't like it. Sounds like maybe Mark has the login also. <laughs> no, Mark's login. What's the name of the channel, though? Isn't <laughs> Mark's Mark's uh, TikTok feed is deformed babies 24 seven. No. Wow. Yeah. And that's that because accurate. of what he watches. <laughs> yeah. He's uh, like. All deformed Gross. babies all the time. Mine uh, last week decided that I like um, AI generated 70s horror movies. Oh, no. Uh, so like just scenes from them. It's right. like a cult around and one of them has like a deer head on. Mm-hmm. And it's like beautifully shot. And it's right. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, I do this is like great. that. Yeah. I, I, there's no story to this. It's just <laughs> a bunch of people around some kind of like stick altar they've made that sounds cool it's some weird music and then like and now we're on to something else i'm having a great time i think the thing like my media habits when it comes to stuff like that is like you know i didn't use youtube for a long time um but now like if i use youtube like i literally watch like three hour media essays or history things and stuff like yeah. that so it's like tiktok does not fit in the like i think it can't figure out because when i go through it like the rare times i've gone through it i'm like skip everything this is this is not, it's too short. Right. I don't want to be looking yeah. at my phone. I don't want anything to do this where I'm like, sit me down in front of some more news or that four hour 
uh, H-Bomber guy plagiarism video last oh, week. Oh, yeah. Watched the whole ass thing. Yeah. <laughs> I've never yeah. even heard of James Somerton. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. By, that whole thing. By the way, uh, if you like that H-Bomber guy video, get into Tim Robbins' video game videos. Uh, they're like six to 12 hours long, and they are friends. H-Bomber guy and Tim Ro- Tim Rogers. So, um You'll have to Tim Robbins. Tim Rogers. Not Tim Robbins. Uh, <laughs> like sorry, Tim that. Rogers. Uh, oh, you, oh, that's an interesting side career. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. You All also right. you also don't have to like know about or care about any of the video games. I, I watched a. <laughs> it's just that engaging. To, yeah, I watched a four to six hour uh, review of a high school dating sim that's never been translated into English from Japan oh, nice. from the nineties. Very nice. And it was like. As he goes through it, he's like, so these systems actually are now being used in, you know, all of these modern games, right? <laughs> but they all, they all got, like, experimented here for the first time, these relationship dynamics and these subtle things. I was like, oh, wow, that's really interesting and cool. So it's, it's the perfect amount of boring. It's, like, that the interesting, like, me. ooh, I'm locked in. I have a friend who, like, writes dating sims. Like, that's her job. <laughs> we should have her as, like, a side quest. Or not a side quest, but, like, Absolutely. as a side pod thing one of these times. Just What do you mean? What is a dating sim? They're, like, those, you know those video games that you see, like, the ads for that'll have, like, a really busty woman, like, juggling a baby. And there's, like, a man over in the corner who's, like, make me dinner. And, like, you know, it's, like, what would you do in this situation? Yeah, yeah. Okay. They're, like, yeah, well, games like that <laughs> those are more the mobile scam version yeah it's the mobile scam version the ones that have the alert under it's like this game does not actually look like this do not download yes, exactly game. yeah yeah <laughs> no no there, but there are real things called dating sims uh ben the um uh what's the the high school jap the japanese high doki school doki video game literature club. yes club. Mm. Uh, doki 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 literature club is a parody of dating sims. Gotcha. I don't think I fully understood that was a whole genre. This is yeah. This the, she writes the mobile game dating sim. That's what it, sure. she does. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and it would be kind wow. of fun to to talk about. Absolutely. Right yeah. No. She'll I mean, sometimes like in her close friends thing. She obviously doesn't want to work seeing it, but she'll like just show like shots of like the weird shit that's in these things. <laughs> and you're like yeah. Hmm. Love it. Interesting. Interesting that these are things people play. All right. Well, that's our recommendations. Deformed babies and uh, dating sims. All right. Next. It's not recommending. Oh, is that not your? Oh, babies. Okay. What do you guys got for recommendations? I don't, I don't like it. Every okay. time he sends it to me, it's. Oh, God. Disturbing. <laughs> um, my. So this is going to come up when we do our year end thing, of course. Next First, month. Okay. In a month. In a month. We do a year end thing. First, I would like to recommend. I just read. Um. Black River Orchard by Chuck Wendig. Um, yes. Which is a book about evil apples, which sounds insane. Uh, and it's 600 something pages long. And every page of it is awesome and scary and insane. And I just deeply <laughs> recommend reading Black River Orchard. I don't I like don't okay. remember the last time I like sat and read a fiction book that was that long. And but it was page turner got through it super fast and highly recommend people read black river orchard game wise i have been playing enter the gungeon like constantly which is a devolver roguelike um that is you know it has a lot of the like what i love about these like the devolver games that i specifically like and even like inscription which did not work for me (laughs) but um there's like always like these overlaps in like characters and like things like that like little bits of the game that are similar so there's stuff in enter the gungeon that you will see in um other games like cult of the lamb and um what's my other devolver one that i love so much um doesn't matter anyways so it's like it's very devolvery it starts extremely hard um where you're just kind of like i just i just die constantly over and over again and then you start of course gaining skills gaining weapons uh meeting characters who then help you out throughout it and stuff like that um and it is super addictive to me and the type of games that i play if you like games like 80s it's like a much simpler um, version of Hades. Um, and it's, yeah, I've, I have now died. I think I'm at 222 deaths as of last, (laughs) last night. Um, and I still, I have only just the other day, there's four floors in this game. You're starting in like a dungeon, dungeon thing and working your way up. Uh, and 
I made it to the fourth floor for the first time two days ago. <laughs> so yes, I've been playing geez. this for like four months <laughs> and wow. I've only just made it there. Um, so yeah, it's like, despite what that sounds like, it is super fun and addictive yeah. and yeah, really good time. So enter the Gungeon is rad. I was going to suggest it as a game, but I was like, the problem is the amount of hours you have to play to even like get to where you're getting anything accomplished yeah. is like maybe a little too much to try to squeeze into a month. We got to pick our next month's game though. Well, <laughs> if you uh, want to play a to... lot of this game, then Enter the Gungeon is seventy percent off on Steam right now too. Hey, through like January fifth or sixth or something. So whose turn is it? Yeah. It's worth it. Whose turn is it to pick a game? Probably Jason's, I think, because I did Star Wars. Not me. Okay. Well, Jay, do you have a recommendation right. first? And it could, the recommendation could be yeah. What we're playing. <laughs> yep. Uh, my, my recommendation is El Paso Elsewhere. Um, this game is awesome. Um, yeah, it's on my list. I got to be playing that. I think Corey would hate it uh, because it's... <laughs> I like the sound uh, of the... I'm like, the title sounds like something that I like the idea of and then would hate playing. It's That's exactly it. Uh, but the only thing <laughs> is it's a, a three-quarter overhead view. And I feel like you usually don't like those games. Ooh, yeah, nope, not so much. L look at the booty shooty. But I'm not not ruling it out. You would love the gameplay and you would love the story. Um, okay. uh, in terms of, not in terms of like the controls. I think the controls are what uh, kind of push you back on that style. Yeah, exactly. It is uh, fast paced. It is, uh, you can turn on and off various like God mode type things uh, to make it more acceptable. But it's a, um, it's a Max Payne like. So Max Payne was a game <laughs> from like 2001-ish. Um, and when you Before would. that probably. Maybe. But, but when you were fighting, you would like jump with your guns out and go to slow motion bullet time. And be able to shoot things slowly and a lot of the game was just like playing with that mechanic of you couldn't have infinite bullet time but if you waited long enough and like shot some guys then you'd have bullet time again and so it would create like just the coolest scenes i remember how many times in that game i would jump backwards through a window shooting yeah. bad guys and like land on the floor and like shoot some other bad guys when i hit the ground and it was like <laughs> it felt like you were in the matrix um so this Going game we actually one. uh Huh? 2001? July, July 2001. It was Ooh. summer 2001, which is why I'm like, you were at home. Because you were at home. <laughs> yeah. So, um, El Paso Elsewhere, we actually previewed a year or two ago as part of our like uh, it developer mm -hmm. spotlight. And so I've been waiting for this game for a while. I played uh, the demo. We wishlisted it uh, years ago, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think the game came out in October, maybe? September, October. And uh, it is so much fun. The The levels are kind of fairly short there's kind of a a good rhythm to it where you can stop at the end of each level i'm probably like 30 levels in like there's so many maps wow. i still can't believe how long this game is and the basic plot is just you are this this dude whose girlfriend is a vampire and she's going to destroy the world uh his ex-girlfriend okay and so you are also working through like one of the the fun things about the original max Payne is instead of health you would get like um drugs you would like do drugs uh, i thought you said rugs for a you second. do rugs. It's like a Cockney thing, you know, you get the Persian rugs, yeah. the drugs. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so in El Paso Elsewhere, it's the same thing, but he's like constantly like dealing with his addiction rather than just being like, you know, it's cool to do drugs. <laughs> Him being like, well, I'm on this like nonstop shooting all of the demons and all the werewolves and all this. It's like, I, I guess I'm going back on Oxy while we do this. <laughs> uh, I'm finally clean, but uh, here we go. Uh, you know, and like, it's a really interesting game. I love, love the vibe. And the uh, the gameplay itself is just really fun. So, Corey, I would welcome you on that if we do choose that for a future episode. Um, it's, it's not on uh, PlayStation. Oh, there you go then. Um, <laughs> yeah. I am, uh, yeah, just sort of accidentally opted out. <laughs> Perfect. Is that our, that's our February game? Whoa, okay. Wow. It can be. I thought that's what he was saying. <laughs> or do you want to pick a game that we can all play? Do you want to be inclusive or do you want to have fun? <laughs> I'll, I'll try and be inclusive. I'm gonna, but I'll let me just do do a little bit of work on that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's 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 not on PlayStation or Switch, so yep. No, it just <laughs> came out, so it probably it might eventually, but yeah, it's yeah, game. exactly. It came out. It was September 26th. J is when it came out, so yeah, it probably it will get there. It's just not there yet. What's the game that like oh, you've talked about so much that I think I have <laughs> that is, I think it's an RPG, but it's more of like a. Diary of Christmas Lights and that like changes perspectives and you've described it as like you're going down a hallway and the whole camera like shifts down the hallway and now it's like a platformer. Near Automata. Yes. 
I was I was going to guess that. I listen. Dude, let's play Nier Automata. I don't. <laughs> Nier Automata's great. Jason's like, just play any of the games I've been telling you about for years. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I, I would like to play a classic JRPG with y'all at okay. some point to get back to that 90s thing. I will think about it. I will try to get it to a place where it's good because I think the choice is probably Mother 3. Okay. And so that will involve me making a Game Boy Advance for Corey and shipping it to her. Oh so my. we'll just get there when we get there. Or I could, we could mail her... Steam. Oh yeah, I guess. I'll tell you what, Ben. In the, in the next in the next six months, Ben, pull out your Game Boy, play Mother Three for like half hour, hour, and just see how it feels. I was gonna say I could send her my Steam Deck. Right. She could borrow that for a couple months or a month or whatever, and then I could play it on the Game Boy. Yeah. So we have between Jason and I, we have four ways to play this. But let's let's in the meantime, in yeah. the meantime, in let's time. do Near Automata. Um, yeah. And it is on everything. It is cheap. Um, nice. It's various sales. Uh, and so what I will say about it is, and I don't think it's on Switch, sorry. It's on uh, PS5. I think it is actually um, on Switch. No way. That's awesome. At least according to, I mean, I just clicked the first thing that was there. Amazon has it as being on Switch. Uh, the one thing I got to tell you about it is um, the, the base first time playing through this game takes about, uh, I'm going to say 10 to 15 hours. So Corey, bank on like 70 to 80 but other than that. <laughs> Realistically. <laughs> We're having fun. We're having fun. Um, We're having fun. This is a good it time. is, there are lots of accessibility options uh, about making the game, you That's know. That's always a good thing. And I, and I want to be clear, I play with them on, right? Nice. This is not going to be like, hey, you got to play. I actually don't love the combat in it. Like, I think it's fine, but mm. it's not one where I'm like, I got I to gotta play this part. I love the story, the interactions, the mechanics. So, that is the base game. I like that it has a capital R like me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, when you finish the game and get two credits, it will say, hey, uh, you should probably play this game again. And it'll like strongly hint that you should. Let me tell you, this game is actually about a 30 hour game. And there's tons of surprises after that first playthrough. You do not need to play all that, right? We could spoil it all if you're not having a good time. But I don't want you to miss out just because you didn't know. Also for our listeners. If, if you get to the end, you're like, huh, that was a fun game. Kind of interesting. And it's like, you could always play it again. That could be fun. It, it's going to be, it's not even like a sequel. It's like a completely new game. And there's Amazing. four or five of them. I feel like I downloaded this game. What's the game that's like Nier Automata? <laughs> is it Nier Replicant? Yeah, is that a thing? Yep. <laughs> that is. Yeah. Oh, I purchased Nier, that. Nier, yeah, Nier Automata is the sequel to Nier Replicant. But Nier Automata is the one to play? I think so. Okay. It's, dude, these games are so weird. We'll talk about like the relationship to other games and things like that. Um, okay. But yeah, this was one of those games that, shockingly enough, uh, is one of Megan's favorite games also. Like, oh, okay. she just got into it when I was like at a conference or something. And like, I came back and she was like on her third playthrough and like cried. Nice. I was like, okay, okay, cool. You like it? <laughs> All right. Switch it is. Sounds good. All right. Near Tamada. Sounds good. And we have one more episode coming out, which again, it's the holiday episode, so it might be coming out a little bit after the holidays. We'll see if we can get it all recorded then. Um, but yeah, happy holidays, everybody. Who knows? Thank you again for an awesome year uh, as month hosts. This has been really fun. Kind of a trying year with like illnesses and travel and kind of just timing stuff. We did. We, this is the least amount of episodes we've ever put out in a year. Um, <laughs> so hopefully it's not trending in that direction and we put out like three next year. Hopefully we can ramp back up, do more side quests um, and kind of keep to that first Friday of every month. So. Uh, but yeah, this is coming out. I think even this episode is probably going to end up coming out in like first week of January or so. Uh, but yeah, if you're a Patreon supporter, you get it a week early. So check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash month. So, oh yeah, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, any game suggestions or want to come on the pod and maybe co-host an episode with our guest on the episode, uh, mm. let us know. We'd love to have you. Okay, well, maybe make a cameo. Like uh, we'll see. We'll see. All let's right. not invite if strangers wanna, onto the podcast. If you want to take my spot and co-host... <laughs> and edit every episode just let me know i'm happy to pass that along to anyone who wants to any stranger uh just make sure you get the chicken noise over all the bleeps and don't miss them like i do obviously um yeah just thank you for another great year uh we're looking at year nine is happening next year so i know this is our eighth year of month it's just jesus if you want to get a hold of us uh it's monthpod at gmail.com m-o-l-m-m-p-o-d just like the band at gmail.com we are we are as always, I have been Ben. Oh. And I will be Jason. <laughs> and I am a mighty Mumphy pirate. And this game didn't have any words. Oh, yeah. Do you feel the nation? Do you feel the nation?